You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. My name is Sean Kirby, and on today's episode, I am welcomed by the owner, the the one and only Krishna Lewis of Sophie's Bagels. Krishna, thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Okay, so I wanted to have you in, one, because um, I love your bagels, and two, I go to your bagel shop a lot, and three, I'm very interested in your process and how it came to be. Um, I know it was a long process, but more than anything, I want people to get to know you because I'm sure everyone who's ever been to Sophie's Bagels has seen you a million times. They probably don't even know you are you unless they saw the magazine at the <laughs> yes. counter with your face on it. Yes, they see the magazine. Uh-huh, and that's when they go, hey, wait a second. Yes. Is that you? Is that you? Are you that famous person <laughs> on that magazine? Yes. There you go. All right, so I want to try something a little bit different. I've never done this um, in episodes past. So for those of people who are listening today, what I'm going to start to do is I'm going to start asking probably the same three or four or five questions to our guests at the beginning. That way we can really get to know them and have some continuity in the podcast. That way you still like me and listen to my episodes. Um, so first question. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Well, and I've got some that are pertaining specifically to you, so we'll save those for afterwards. Okay. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, good question. That I is a good question. I consider myself an extrovert now. Now? Why yes, now? With age, I was an. I think I was an introvert when I was younger, but with age, um, I've gained more confidence, and you realize life is short, and you got to live it to the fullest, and. With that, you you uh, you need to be confident and talk to people, and I love people. Yeah, so. especially in your line of work. Yeah, yeah. for as many it's people that come so in and out of there. It's so much fun to see people all day. Um, people coming back. I just love people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so fun. I would call you an extrovert too. So I, but I could also see how you used to be an introvert. I was shy when I was younger. It's hard not to be shy goofy, when you're a kid. You know, we're tall. all goofy. Tall. You are tall. I know you're wearing wedges, but when you walked in, I was like, wow, you are tall. Yeah. I didn't know if on the other side of um, Sophie's it had a, a, a slight platform like I did at the movie theater. Um, I need that for my employees. Yes. That way that they can. I have a stool back there for them. Really? So they can reach, so they can reach all the yes. things you can already reach? Yes. Uh, and you work with a lot of teenagers, right? Mm -hmm. How is that going? Love the teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yes. All I local love... Pendleton kids mm -hmm. or... I love kids. I mean, it, I've raised five, um, and they are young. They're sponges. They're learning. They're eager to learn, and um, I enjoy working with them. You know, they're just they're happy to be there. They're happy to be alive and out and working and making money. I enjoy them very much. Heck yeah, that's what we all need to be. Wake up every single day and be happy to go yeah. out, be alive, and make some money. Yes. 
I feel like too many people don't even feel that way anymore. I know. I know. Sucks it's it out of you. They're they're happy, and I, that's what I need. Yeah, I'm especially worried. in there. Yeah. What's not to be happy about? Right. It's, chip, it's chips and bagels. It's yeah. the best thing in the world. <laughs> what more could you ask for? I love food. It makes <laughs> <love> me happy. <laughs> we do too. So would you say that you love to win or hate to lose? Ooh. I love to win. You love to win? Yeah. I Can you, so. Why? Why do you love to win and not hate to lose? Um, it's okay to lose. You know, yeah. I think it's okay to lose because you learn. But I love to learn and, you know, get better and better and better. I mean, my dad was always, he, he hates to lose. <laughs> so he's, he's always taught us to keep going and going. But I don't mind losing. I just, I just like to win. I like to succeed. Yeah. But I like other people around me to succeed as well. So A rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Winning's for everybody at yeah. that point. So do you think you are where you are today because of luck or because of skill? Um, hmm. I think it's a little of both. I think that um, I lucked out finding the location, the perfect location. But I think, you know, over, it took me many years to figure out what I wanted to do. I was at home raising kids for 20 years and I studied psychology, but by the time I was done raising the kids, I didn't want to do psychology. I wanted to do There was enough food. raising the kids. Enough. I wanted to have fun, and I love food. So it just kind of came about that that would be fun. And, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. yeah. It takes a little bit of both to get yeah. to where you need to go. Yeah. yeah. So but from your backstory, so you, you have a degree in psychology? Where did you get that degree? IUPUI. IUPUI? Yes. And you said you were from Indianapolis yes. originally, right? Mm -hmm. Where'd you go to high school? North Central. North Central High. Panther. Absolutely. Yes. So you lived down in Indianapolis, went to IUPUI, uh -huh. graduated from IUPUI. Yeah. Yes, I moved to LaPel, actually. Okay. Um, uh, Very different than Indianapolis. Ago, I was still in IUPUI, so I just commuted down. A few days a week, yeah. It's very different, mm -hmm. but uh, it grew on me. What brought you to LaPel? Um, I had two children already that were in school, and my son was diagnosed with Asperger's, and he just wasn't getting what he needed from the public schools in Indianapolis. So we, my husband and I moved out out to LaPel, and the schools are amazing. Great schools. We moved for the schools. And it was the best thing we ever did. That that kid is now an officer in the Navy. It worked. And yeah. He loved the school. Just the move alone changed his whole direction of his life. So So then you raised five kids, you said, right? Mm-hmm. I have a That's stepson. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> a stepson and four of ours, yes. Wow. Yeah. So you spent um, the more majority of your life raising kids and Cooking bagels and getting them to the right place, school on time and mm -hmm. sports on time. So I cooked. I didn't cook bagels. <laughs> I went to Castleton to get them. Okay. <laughs> or uh, Noble Fishers, I think. Big yeah. Apple. But I've always loved bagels. I've had, I've always eaten them. Even in high school, there's a bagel shop in Nora. So I'd always have them. It's just... I've always loved them. But so always had an affinity for bagels. Always. You were never a waffle person, never pancakes, no, nothing like that. Bagels. You, bagels. All the way. Bagels yeah. all the way. Yeah. 
So then you raise your kids, everybody gets out of the house for the most part. I know you have two twins left. And mm-hmm. then and what made you I say... I was starting to look bored. I was, you know, with just two instead of five, you have a lot of free time on your hands. So then it was... As one with one, I don't know how that's possible to think you have free time <laughs> with two, but... <laughs> well, when you go from five to two... Yeah, it's easy All of a now. sudden, you have a lot of extra time. And... Uh, they're really good kids, and I just wanted to find something to do. So I, I told my husband I was going to maybe look for a job. And he uh, he's also a business owner. He owns Trophy Girl Customs, mm-hmm. a hot rod shop in town. And he said, uh, who are you going to work for? You're a boss. You need to have your own place. So he said he would build me my restaurant, which I had always wanted but thought it was just a dream. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd ever get it. But... Here I am. Here you are. Yeah, and I love food. So it was always a dream, and it took me a long time to realize I could do whatever I wanted. I didn't have to do psychology. I can jump into something new at any age. Yeah, that kind of circles back to that confidence of the extrovert, something Mm -hmm. you learned as you grew up. With age, it comes. Yeah, Yeah. for any people that are still waiting for that to hit, just keep waiting. (laughs) Just keep waiting. (laughs) You just have to jump Yeah. eventually, you know. So you finally jumped, and um, you reached out to a local building owner here in town uh-huh. and said, what, said, this is what I want to do? I want to open a sandwich shop. I wasn't exactly sure what it would be yet. I just knew I wanted to serve healthy food because there's not a lot of healthy food. I mean, Panera came about, and but they're really it as far as, you know, healthy food and really they have a lot of processed stuff Mm -hmm. and that is great quality i like organic food and there's nowhere like that so i it's my passion Mm -hmm. um i've always been pushing it on my children feeding them well and now i get to share it with everyone else now that they're gone yeah absolutely so um sophie's is all organic food correct it is everything that i can get the coffee the produce um um all of our drinks, our teas, our yogurt, parfaits. What qualifies something as organic versus processed? So I know that sounds feels like a dumb question. Organic. But. It just means it's grown with no pesticides, um, no chemicals. It's just natural in its natural form. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just free of those things that can be cancerous, mm-hmm. you know. So they spray a lot of Roundup on our vegetables, and then we eat that, and it's people think it's cancer-causing. Um, cancer runs in my family, so my dad's just always taught me to go for the more natural things. And processed foods just means all the good nutrition is taken out of it during the processing. Yeah, it lasts longer, though, right? Isn't that what it's about? <laughs> it lasts longer, yes, <laughs> I guess. It's true. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> yeah. I had to put it on a balance. I don't know which one I'd pick. I know. So a lot of restaurants probably go with the processed stuff because A, it's cheaper. Margins. B, it lasts longer. They're margins. And um, yeah, I may not be making as much money because my food costs are high, but I am feeding people good, nutritious food that makes them feel good after they eat it. You don't feel sluggish Mm -hmm. after you've eaten it. I can agree. Because it's, it's, it's food for your body. It's what makes you go. And mm-hmm. a more, more people need to eat better. And it's just those options aren't out there. You can buy that at the grocery store and eat good at home. But when you go out to eat, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice sometimes with what you're getting. 
Well, a, a it's fourteen dollars to eat a salad at Panera versus mm-hmm. three bucks to go get you know a mm-hmm. McChicken and fries or something <laughs> right. like that. So right. it it makes it a weird it tough does choice. It costs more, and organic costs more, and so I do. You know, my food costs a little more. I try to keep it as low as possible, but I think it's. It's good to have that option because more people want to eat healthier now. Cancer is really prevalent and obesity is prevalent and all that McDonald's and all that. You can't eat it every day and maintain good health. Yeah. So this you can actually eat every day and maintain good health. Mm-hmm. I eat it twice to three times a week. Yeah. yeah depending on the week. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just right across the street. If you only have so many options. We do have sweets. You yes. know, there are sweets, but they're also made with organic flour and... The cookies are really good. Yeah, it's it's just all good um, ingredients, so you're not harming your body as much. You are what you eat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just important to me. So it's kind of my mission to, to make that available for everyone. And I think it's just a lack of education. And that mm-hmm. you, you they talk about huge. it when you're in school and you do go through these moments where people tell you, hey, you should eat better. But once you get into the real do world they? and things are moving and grooving, yeah, you're just buying. I mean, if you buy the um, healthy coffee um, sweetener, mm-hmm. instead of no sugar, it's just corn syrup. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not sugar. Yes. Yeah. They and, just switch the label on you. And corn syrup is horrible for you. It's just as bad as sugar. Might as well be yeah. having sugar. Yeah, you should have real organic sugar that's not processed. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between sugars even. So, yeah. The more you know. Yes, and they We're don't just, They don't teach that in school. They don't you teach should it. teach it. <laughs> you should do a local podcast about how to um, eat better and what truly are sustainable yes. foods and sustainable... Yeah. Um, I know that you guys don't use like... Um, use sustainable silverware and boxes and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, everything's compostable. Our silverware is cornstarch. It's all earth friendly. What made you go with that? You you want to make sure it was the greenest place in town? The business is just one of those choices I had to make. And yes, it costs more. But I think we need to go towards more sustainable products. It's just a better thing to do for our environment. And if I'm going to be all organic, I need to serve the food in good packaging as Mm -hmm. well. You know? Yeah. Be good all the way around. And I'll tell you what, sucking one of those bobas through the boba straw that's about the size (laughs) of a quarter, that thing, that'll surprise you. Yes. Um, So you do have boba tea as well. Yes. And explain boba tea to a million people because it is the craziest thing I've ever had in my life. Yes. It's really fun. So (laughs) boba teas are, it's an Asian drink. I believe it originated in South Korea. But it's all over Asia, and I think with the young people and the internet and the all of that uh, social media, it's spread into this country. Mm-hmm. So it's a drink. Um, it's sweetened, um, and it has boba. Boba are little balls at the bottom of the drink, and so you drink it through a fat straw, so you get kind of a snack and a drink all at once. Mm-hmm. And there's bobas that pop and have juice in the middle, or bobas that are chewy, like little gummy balls. What? I've not had one of the those. The crystal boba. Okay. Yeah, there's I'm, two types. Yeah, I've not, I've not had one yeah, of those you'll yet. Have to try those. The chewy one. So I've got a two-year-old. Yeah. So she backwashes a lot. So that would be the only thing is if I can chew it, it's gonna make me think of my kid too much. I'm too scared of that. Okay, then have the popping. <laughs> the popping ones. Are the pop more ones popular. are fun. <laughs> 
Yes, and they are sweet, and they're one of those things that aren't exactly super healthy for you. But, ah! you know, you gotta have, you have to have a little sweet in your life. Yeah, a little bit of fun. Moderation is key. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my 15 year old is the one that, uh, my daughter, Sophia, who I named the place after, she's the one that uh, insisted that I serve bubble teas. And um, I thought, okay, well, we'll try it. And it's turned out to be very popular. Is it the most popular? Oh, yeah. They're very popular. People come just for those. Really? A lot of teenagers come and kids for them. And older people mm -hmm. have enjoyed them. So. Back in my day, it was Ricker Pops. Now kids are going and grabbing a false perk coffee yeah. and boba teas. I think it's much better. Because I would agree. Ricker Pops are now up to 60 ounce. Is the last size I saw. Well, I guess they're now Gitko Pops, just so everybody knows. They are <laughs> oh, no longer oh, Ricker yeah, Pops. Just to they are take huge. their name out. And full of sugar. I mean, bad stuff. I saw something the other day. Um, it was a child size cup, but it was 312 <laughs> ounces. And the guy goes, Why is this so big? He said, Well, it's the size of a child. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the direction good. that the world is going. Yeah. But it's Diet Coke. No, diet? Mm -hmm. It's Diet Coke. <laughs> Which is full of aspartame mm -hmm. and other chemicals that are really bad for your body. They are that's cancerous as well. So well, I got nothing your but organs time. have to filter all that out. Oh, <laughs> it's tough. I know. If I wish they would. There's actually, just not enough healthy options, or there's not that's enough. The, thing. the whole country has to move towards um, cleaning up the food system. Mm -hmm. It's it's a huge problem. And our health is showing it, but it's kind of big business. It's big business. The healthcare is big business. They don't want everyone to be super healthy. Mm -hmm. And the, big pharma. Yeah, and the the food is full of chemicals. Yeah. And other countries, Europe, Canada, have much stricter food laws, and they don't teach this in school. All of this I learned from my dad. Yeah, and they're also much smaller countries from a geographical standpoint yeah. because if you're in italy you only tend to eat only food that is made Local. in italy where yeah. if you're in the united states all of our strawberries are from california mm -hmm. so in order to get those to indiana mm -hmm. they have to in some way process them in order to even get them to make the drive they yeah they harvest them early when they're not ripe they spray them with things that we then ingest. It's a, it's an interesting um, but you can problem. get organic strawberries. I agree. Um, we get those, I think. Yeah, maybe. you have to. They, they. I feel like. You know, you just they don't last as long. You have to get them. Get them. So what we do is we usually we slice them and then we put them in the freezer or something mm -hmm. like that if we wanted things like. Mm -hmm. So you gave me For an awesome days. tip. Yeah. Yeah. You gave me an awesome tip to freeze our bagels. Yeah. Um, so I went in and bought a bunch of day-old bagels you said just mm -hmm. put them in the freezer mm -hmm. and we pull them out we eat them as we needed and mm -hmm. you know next thing you know it, we had enough bagels that lasted us a week and a half mm -hmm. between my wife and i for mm -hmm. breakfast mm -hmm. plus cream cheese lasts forever yeah. too yeah it's cheese yeah. yeah so i think that there's just there's options but we always want the easiest way out yes yep so you do and sell day-old bagels right huh and cheapest that's, that's the better food costs more yeah well it's unfortunate. It's tough. It is. Aldi's does a really good job of making uh, mm -hmm. organic food affordable. Mm -hmm. in... And uh, Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. Love them. There's just not one 
local enough to no. like this community. That's where to... I drive. Yeah, I have to drive to get the food. But it's more. too hard. That's what people would say. <laughs> I know. It's too and much Costco driving. Costco does a great job of serving a lot of organic. I, I get a lot of my stuff from there. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. For so, Sophie's? Mm -hmm. So let's go back. One of my questions. Mm -hmm. Who is Sophie? Sophia is my daughter, my youngest daughter. She's one of the twins. What do you, all your other kids say when they realize that you named your business after one of five kids and they're just like, well, I guess mom doesn't love us as much as she right. loves Sophia? Oh, they know I love them all. Uh-huh, maybe. Uh -huh. Not, not enough to start businesses after them. I chose Sophia because... It's a it was cute, a birthday. No, it's a cute name, and I shortened it to Sophie's. Um, it's cute. It's popular right now, um, and it's easy to remember. Mm -hmm. Krishna, I think it's great. Krishna is not. Krishna cute is tough. And easy to remember, and people will say, "Do you want to go to that place?" I can't remember the name, mm -hmm. but Sophie's you can't forget it. It's mm -hmm. easy. It is so, easy. So um, I asked her twin brother first. <laughs> well, he thought of it before I even brought it up to anyone, uh -huh. and he said he thought it was a good idea. What's his name? His name is Sham. Sham? Yes, it's an Indian name, and it's spelled S-H-Y-A-M. Okay. And his teachers all call him Shyam when oh, they buddy. read it. And he said, I think Sophie is so much better because everyone will call it Shyam's. They won't. They, they won't do. pronounce it right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I said, okay, great. And Sophia was fine with it. So mm -hmm. we went with that. And the other three kids are adults. So it really doesn't So they matter. don't get, yeah, they're adults. <laughs> they don't get love from their parents after a certain age. That's good to know. They get love. <laughs> they just don't get. They don't get a restaurant named after them. Okay. You, have to be, you still have to be living at home yes. and all the other things. Mm-hmm. And your brother has to say yes. And I told Sham that when I open my first Indian restaurant, I will name it Sham. Is that your game plan? Uh, maybe eventually, yes. Um, right now, you know, I still have a few more years of them in high school. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to open another Sophie's. Okay. Um, but one day when, I, when the kids are grown, then I maybe do a dinner place. And Indian food is my passion. I love to cook. So, really? Yeah. I have only had Indian food like twice, um, and both of them were late at night mm -hmm. in New York City. So, yes. The best. Um, I, the first one I didn't remember as much as I remember the second one, but it's very good, and I think that's a experience that here in the Midwest you do not see very often. No, and I'm half Indian, and we grew up here in the Midwest, and I'm vegetarian, so it's really hard. So you eat the hummus bagel. Uh, yeah, the hummus and veggie, yes. My wife loves that and one. And the veg out, the breakfast one. I've not had that oh, one. that's good. But yes, I'm vegetarian, and, um, but I'm half Indian, so uh, Indian food, being a vegetarian, Indian food, we've it's all vegetarian, or mm -hmm. at least Hindus. So my family, it was good food. We knew what we were getting. We cooked at home, and that's what I grew up eating. Well, especially if you, to say that your dad wanted you guys to be organic. Yeah. If you're a vegetarian, you kind of have to be very careful about what you're eating. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to make sure that there's no processed foods yeah. or anything else no that chemicals are... chemicals in it. Yeah, so farmer's markets are where it's at. But now a lot of the grocery stores carry organic food. It mm -hmm. just costs more. Yeah. And it's been a slow process of switching over one thing at a time. You can't just change everything. It's, it's expensive. Yeah. But, yeah. So you've been in business how long at Sophie's? One year. One year? One year as of the 10th. 
of this of last month. No July way. Congratulations. Thank you. Golf clap. Thank you. thank you. Everybody say thank you or congratulations. <laughs> That's big stuff. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it's only been a year. Yeah. One year. Well, I guess they were working on that building for so long. Yeah, about a year and a half. And then when um, I started working on it, then the pandemic hit. Yes. So, so we had an extra few months for it to do our interior mm-hmm. design. Um, and then we opened in July as soon as they opened everything back up. That was good timing. It was. What was it like sitting there and um, you're ready to open up a business and then a pandemic happens <laughs> and you're about to open a restaurant in the world yeah. where you're not allowed to eat at restaurants? Yes. What was that like? That was scary. Um, I, I felt a little okay because I was doing carry out. I mean, it's a bagel shop and most people come in and get it to go. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, if I have to open those garage doors and have a counter there and serve from there. Mm-hmm. I'll do it, whatever I have to do. Um, so I just I just kind of crossed my fingers and opened. And having those big garage doors mm-hmm. saved us, I think, because people weren't uh, as nervous about There's enough airflow yeah. and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those garage doors make that place, you know, for as small of a building it is, yeah. it really makes it, it huge when those yes. doors are open. Yeah. So, um, from a design standpoint, was did you help with some of that? or? My husband used to be a general contractor, so uh, Bruce and Brenda Ring, who owned the building, let us design it. Oh, way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, we did the drawings how we wanted it, which we kept the basic footprint. We just added a little more space for the office and bathroom. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to really change the, the whole uh, shape of the building. Um, and we put back in the garage doors, which were original to when it was a, a service station in the 30s. Oh, that's cool. When the building was built. Yeah, we thought that'd be great. Um, and they they liked the idea, the design, and we kind of helped. Um, they did the whole shell of the building, um, the new foundation, the brick, and then we kind of finished out the inside. And we built the railing and all that around the patio mm-hmm. so i got to design it and then decorate the whole thing yeah and it was a lot of fun your decorations are really nice too thank you um there's a big elephant in there and butterflies yes. <laughs> yes. um so i would say that opening up a restaurant especially something that's kind of organic and i'm trying to find the right word i want to say instagramming but that feels but you know what i mean Yes. Pretty. Yes. What am I trying to say? Uh, Your marketing plan really relies on word of mouth, but it's amplified by people being able to come in, take cool pictures, uh-huh. and extend your brand. It is really cool looking. So did you do that on purpose? Was that part of the idea, or were you just saying, these are things I like? Yeah, I just really built what I liked. I just wanted it to be cool looking. I think with a restaurant, when I go out to eat, I, I want to go somewhere that looks great. It's an experience. Clean. Yeah, the food is good and fresh. I look for that when I go somewhere. And then the staff being really friendly. That's what I look for. So I just built it as cute as I could just because that's what I wanted. I wanted it. It's where I'm going to spend my time and it's my happy place. Mm-hmm. I, I think it should be fun and look good. Mm-hmm. So being from Lapel, what drew you to Pendleton as the uh, destination? Uh, 
Um, well, we love Pendleton. Um, my husband owns a business here, and uh, it just seemed like a good fit. Uh, Pendleton has people around during the day, and Lapel, it's people usually leave Lapel f- uh, for work. Mm-hmm. So a breakfast and lunch spot may not go as well. And this is a bigger community. Um, and then, of course, we found that space, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. So it just kind of came together all at the same time perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, a month before I planned, like decided to do it, I had no idea what I wanted to do. It just kind of happened. Yeah. And it worked out. And now you got a bagel shop. And... I do. I do. And I'm planning my next location. Really? I'm thinking Ball State. Smart. Yes, I think it would go well. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So um, with trying to add a second location, how does that work? There's only one Krishna. How does Krishna end up two places at once? Uh, Krishna will be doing a lot of driving. <laughs> there you go. It's not too far away. Um, and I'm not doing it tomorrow. You know, I, I still have I've learned a lot in one year of being open about mm-hmm. running a business and getting that all under control. I'm in no rush. So as soon as this place is, it's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I have really good staff. So that's everything. Yeah. It's everything. And you hire young. I do. You see a lot of people that are, so let's go to the labor crisis. Mm-hmm. Starts transition. Um, you see a lot of people in restaurants that are struggling to find good help. Mm-hmm. Um, every single time I've walked into Sophie's, there are a million people there. <laughs> yes. There's just so I many. Mean. There's just so many people behind that counter. And I'm just yes. like, wow. Yes. And I even talked to you the one day. I said, hey, are you struggling with staff? And you said, no. No. So talk to me about what you feel like you're doing differently um, from a hiring. We'll call it attracting and keeping good people. Okay. Okay. So I kind of, I kind of looked at other businesses that I love. I love Trader Joe's. I love Chick-fil-A. I love, uh, you know, different places that have really friendly staff. So I, I thought, how do I get these people? Well, if I have a really fun environment and hire happy people, you know, it, it should go. And so that's what I did. I just started hiring people and I, I made it a point to tell them that our job is customer service and my requirement is that you're happy and smiling all the time and uh, you know tell everyone hello when they come in and and be happy I only hire happy people and I've had some people that come in and can't smile and I've had to let them go (laughs) because they're just not happy yeah it's important to have people with high energy and that kind of business because it makes you want to come back yeah I remember the first time I went to a Chick-fil-A. Yes. And I walked out and I was like, wow. Aren't they so nice? They're it's one their of pleasure. My it's I, their pleasure. I know. And that's what I wanted to emulate. That and, and Trader Joe's is the same way. Their staff is so high energy and so happy. And they're just happy to be there. Mm-hmm. I always thought if I have to get a job somewhere, it's going to be at Trader Joe's because all those people are so happy. So I just tried to... Well, that's how you attract thing. people now. Yeah. So not only is that person walking out and saying, wow, that was a good experience. I would like to work here. Could yeah. you imagine somebody saying and that after they walk out of your restaurant? in every day asking me if I'm hiring. They come in to eat and then they want to work there. And that's how I've hired a lot of people. I get actually 
emails and people coming in every day wanting to work there. Yeah. And so is there so a labor shortage, Krishna? Part. There's not. Not, not at Sophie's. Not at Sophie's. No, because it's a fun environment. I play happy music. Mm-hmm. I want people to have fun. I have good food. I treat my staff well, too. I pay them well. I don't try to skimp. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they get tips on top of their pay. And, and so they're happy. And if I think if they feel like they're earning good money, they're going to want to stay there. If they feel like they're not valued, they're not going to do as good of a job. So yeah. it's really important to value your employees. And um, I don't have strict rules about when they need time off. They write it in the schedule, and before I make the schedule, I just check. And so, you know, I have lots of staff, but that way I can switch them around. But, yeah, they come to me. I haven't... Sounds like you spent 20 years being, like, the cool mom. You know what I mean? Like, everybody just comes in, they're like, hey, guys, I want to live here. My parents don't do anything like this. (laughs) I do want to. Not the cool I want to be the cool mom. mom. I want to be cool mom. I don't know if I'm super cool, but I always have a kitchen full of food. Good snacks. I'm always feeding them. They love to come over for dinner. It's like a stray cat. You feed it, comes back. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. I, as a kid who was a teenager, I remember whose parents had food at their house. That's whose house you went to. There's always kids at my house, but I think it's better if you know where they are and they're doing good things. Especially and, as an employer. And yeah. Same. It's the same idea. Same. You're just a parent. And I love all of my staff. Mm-hmm. They're all amazing people and they're learning and growing and... You know, they're great. Yeah. yeah. We call it opportunity, environment, and money. Yeah. If you can have those three things, mm-hmm. you can attract and keep good people, mm-hmm. whether that's clientele or employees. Mm-hmm. And I give them raises, like regularly. So they always feel like they're gaining mm-hmm. their opportunity. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those yeah. things. If one of those things is missing, it's mm-hmm. really hard to feel like you're mm-hmm. in the right spot. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's cool. And I've well. noticed it. It's awesome. Thank you. And I think. Ball State would be good because then you're around college kids yeah. or who are in and out. Right they just want to smile, eat, yeah, eat a bagel. Happy. Yeah, give yeah. me a day-old bagel and I'm here for my whole shift. <laughs> yes. That's what those kids I want. I do give all my employees free meals. Do you? And a free drink. Dang. Oh, yeah, a boba? Every day. Golly. Yeah. You're looking for They're part-time spoiled. help? I'll, yeah. <laughs> I can take a job. It's worth just me coming over there I twice know. a week. And they get 50% off anything else. So I do, I treat them well. It's yeah. really important. And I feel like all the businesses that do well treat their employees well. All the big businesses that do well, their employees have good benefits. They have, you know, they're an investment in a fun environment. You know, they get to do fun things. They're they're treated well. So it's important to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. So let me ask you this question. And we might have already answered this after you told me you're a vegetarian. But what is your favorite bagel? Oh, the veg out bagel. I love the everything bagel. Everything bagel. With jalapeno, cheddar, cream cheese, mm-hmm. and the veggies. On top? Um, in, in, like a sandwich. So, yeah, so. What's, the, what's on the veggies? What, the, what kind of veggies are there? There's arugula, cucumber, tomato, um, and onion. That's a lot. With jalapeno cheddar cream cheese. That's it's delicious. I will have to. I I don't like onions or tomatoes. Well, you can get it without that. I know, but then you're eating an arugula sandwich with cucumber. <laughs> arugula cucumber <laughs> sandwich. At that Which point, I do sometimes. I would rather just have. Um, I really like the lox bagel. The bagel and lox. Do you bagel. feel like people eat that? A lot? Yes, it's very popular. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people 
should like smoked salmon, but they feel like it's too sushi-y. Uh-huh. I've only had a couple uh, ladies come back with it and say, uh, It's not what I thought this was. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they just I saw the smoked salmon? smoked, and then they still don't. They, well, I'll take it home and give it to my dog. <laughs> well, they can but swing by our office. know what smoked salmon is, and it's very popular. You can't have a bagel shop. Without serving locks. That's true. They go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. Yes. They're yes. probably my favorite bagel. Yeah. Um, from a morning perspective. Because it no, there's nothing like eating smoked salmon on a bagel and feeling like, you know what? I did something good for me. Yes. I can take on the day. I made a good decision. <laughs> I did. As I pick Good it. protein. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than eating, you know, bacon, cheese, McMuffin or something. Yes. Yeah, and apologize to McDonald's and McDonald's corporate as I feel like I'm trashing <laughs> them this episode, but like it's just it's just not the well, same. I think there should be more restaurants like mine. There should be more. So. Most people would say the opposite if they owned a restaurant. I hope there's less restaurants like mine, unless I own them. Oh, <laughs> well maybe Corey I will market. own them all. Yeah. <laughs> own them all. Own them all. I've always wanted to have like a, a fast food organic restaurant, something quick and simple. What would that be? Well, I didn't know. It was. Just, I mean, this the bagel heard, shop is as close as it gets, yeah, right? I think so. I think it's pretty close. Yeah, I think it's pretty close. It's, would you say you have more people coming in to sit down, fast food, or fast food? Come in and take out we do versus a lot of takeout. Really, yeah. mm-hmm. especially in the mornings, I assume. Mm-hmm. Most people take out in the morning, and then we do have a nice lunch crowd. I mm-hmm. think my place could have been bigger, but it is what it is. It's the space I have. I, I didn't expect so many people to... But that's stay. okay, because I would say a full house yeah. makes everybody look at you and say, wow, you're doing something right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So if it is a smaller setting, yeah. I would much rather have a 1,000 square foot pack than 2,000 square foot half, half empty. empty. Correct. Yeah. From true. a visual standpoint, especially your outdoor seating. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's such a nice place to sit and watch the world go by. Mm-hmm. It's a slow world if you watch it from your vantage point. <laughs> because other than watching people drive by the bank, there's not a lot to look at. Uh, you can see the Performance Insurance Group and Performance Financial Group sign from there. You can also see our mural. Um, so if you go by Sophie's for your Instagram boba, feel free to swing by our giant mural on our wall. Take a picture. Hashtag Performance Group Mural. I made that up. So... <laughs> I hope people do that. Yeah. We're trying to add some beauty to the to the town. Yeah. I think you guys do an awesome job with it. Thank you. So let's talk about chips. Okay. Where you get your chips? I get my chips from a good friend of mine, uh, Mark McSweeney. He owns Broad Ripple Chip Company. So he also owns um, Great Harvest Bread. Okay. Which is where I get my bread. And he's down in Broad Ripple, obviously. 62nd and Benford, actually. Um, but... He makes his chips. They're delicious. Good chips. So, yeah. He's got a couple types. I, I get them fresh every mm-hmm. week. And they're very popular. Very popular. Do people yeah, come in and simple. just buy the chips? Yeah. Uh, yes, they do. So we've started selling the one-ounce bags and now the bigger four-ounce bags. I haven't seen those. Yes. So Steal those, take those home. Yes. They are very popular. And they they uh, have their chips in a lot of places now. You can buy them at Target. Oh, really? Yeah. So huh. I've seen them at different stores. Mm-hmm. 
So is this somebody you've known for a long time or? Yeah, he used to have his uh, Great Harvest Bread Company in Broderpool by the high school. And uh, my husband owned a, a company that did restaurant maintenance. So he actually helped him move uh, to his current location and they've been, he's worked with him for many years, maybe 20 some years. Oh wow. So um, he just started the Broderpool Chip Company maybe five years ago, not that long ago, um, but it's gone well. And his sons opened a, a Denver chip company. Out really? Of Denver. Yeah. I bet they Their eat more chips, chips out really there. Good. Yeah, I was going to say. I've had those too. Um, but it's nice to have local stuff. You know, mm -hmm. our, our chips come from there. Our coffee comes from Zionsville. So whatever local things I can serve, it's really nice. Yeah, local yeah. support local. That's mm -hmm. the whole point. Mm-hmm. Locally sustained mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. I think that's such a m missed opportunity. Yes. Yeah. I think more people should do it. Mm -hmm. It's what I try to do every single day. I wake up and I say, where can I go that's local? Like today, I had recycling and I went to the local best way. And I pulled in and he goes, that's $10. And I said, I thought recycling was free. <laughs> and he said, no, it's $10. And I said... Okay, so I threw away my stuff. Or I recycled it. <laughs> Ten dollars. Really? But I supported a local trash company. And that is what matters. This is not a slant on Best Way. The guy I was very nice. They charged I think they did that recently because I don't think China is buying our recycling anymore. Oh. So before they would take it for free and then resell it. Now they're not doing anything with it, so probably goes into the trash anyways I but no i don't idea. know yeah i know I've... so you say you compost your stuff let's change <laughs> let's change that you compost all your stuff so um, you take your trash bags and you compost or what do you do with no, your trash it's compostable it what's just that degrades mean? on its own so you just throw it away like every other person and most people do yes yep you do not have to recycle it and then you just hope for the best Yep. <laughs> My eyes are closed and <laughs> hopefully it rains on it and everything's good. Well, it's not going to hang around forever. Yes. That's the, that's the good thing. Yes. It'll <laughs> go back into the soil and we'll start yes. all over again. Yes. All right. Well, Krishna, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I think a lot of people learned a lot about you and about locally sustained foods and how to eat more organic. And if they wanted to find out more about Sophie's Bagels or if they wanted to know more about you and your business or they wanted to know how to um, apply for a job, how would they do so? The floor is yours. All right. Well, we have uh, – you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook. We have a website, sophiesbagels.online. Um, you can email me uh, or send me a message through Facebook or Instagram, um, all my information's on there. Uh, if you want to apply for a job, you can just stop in or call. Jump on the wait list. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do have a list. It's really nice. That's nice. That's a good position to be in. <laughs> I'm actually hiring right now. Good. So all my high schoolers are going back, back to, to school. school. So I'm hiring. Yep, yep. So, so yeah. yeah. If you're looking and for... Good morning, people. Of... Good luck to you. Good luck to you morning, people. If you're out there, Krishna's waiting for you. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate thank you. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, 
performancegroupindiana.com or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.